Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Tuesday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and persevere in running the race that lies before us while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the leader and perfecter of faith. For the sake of the joy that lay before him, Jesus endured the cross, despising its shame, and has taken his seat at the right of the throne of God. Consider how he endured such opposition from sinners, in order that you may not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear him. The lowly shall eat their fill. They who seek the Lord shall praise him. May your hearts be ever merry. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations shall bow down before him. To him alone shall bow down all who sleep in the earth. Before him shall bend all who go down into the dust. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. And to him my soul shall live. My descendants shall serve him. Let the coming generation be told of the Lord that they may proclaim to a people yet to be born the justice he has shown. They will praise you, Lord, who long for you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him, and he stayed close to the sea. One of the synagogue officials, named Jairus, came forward. Seeing him, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please come lay your hands on her that she may get well and live. He went, off with, he went off with him, and a large crowd followed him. There was a man afflicted with hemorrhages for twelve years. She had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had. Yet she was not helped, but only grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. She said, If I but touch his clothes, I shall be cured. Immediately her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, Who has touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see how the crowd is pressing upon you, yet you ask, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. The woman, realizing what had happened to her, approached in fear and trembling. She fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue's official's house arrived and said, Your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, Do not be afraid, just have faith. He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. So he went in and said to them, Why this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Then he put them all out. He took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, 
Little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of twelve, arose immediately and walked around. At that they were utterly astounded. He gave strict orders that no one should know this, and said that she should be given something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Who is in your cloud of witnesses? I found that as I've gotten older, and especially within these past three years, my cloud has gotten a little more cloudier, or maybe heavier would be a nicer word. What I'm trying to say is that I'm calling on more saints than ever for inspiration and for intercession. Because let's face it, I need a little, maybe a lot, of divine assistance. So I try to remember every day to call on each of these witnesses. One is St. Padre Pio. I mean, the guy was a little weird, to be honest. Not too many people I know can read hearts and confession and bleed while offering Mass. But the Lord, but the Church found ways to beat up on him, suspending him twice for significant periods of time from public ministry. St. Padre Pio strengthened me. St. John of the Cross, a Carmelite, really wanted to make the order holier and more faithful, while Teresa of Avila dealt with their female counterparts in doing the same. But his ideas, however noble, didn't sit well with his brother Carmelites, so they locked him in a basement for six months. He eventually escaped and wrote some amazing mystical reflections. The reform eventually caught on, but it wasn't easy. St. John of the Cross, comfort me. St. Patrick, obvious connection with his name and all, was captured as a slave as a youth and sent to labor in Ireland, eventually escaped, went back home to Gaul, I think, and long story short, became a priest. The Pope later makes him a bishop and sends him to Ireland. He didn't really drive the snakes out from there because there weren't any there to begin with, but there were plenty of snake-like pagans among the Druid priests, I'm sure. He converted the island anyway, go figure. I identify with him because I was sent as a slave to Charlotte. Well, not really, I wasn't sent as a slave. The company I worked for actually paid me to move here and I liked my co-workers. But when I escaped from the corporate rat race, I returned as a priest. There are snakes here, but I've never been bitten. Not by a snake, at least. St. Patrick, guide me. St. Thomas More. When I was young, I thought I'd be a teacher. Then I decided I'd rather be rich. So I had thoughts of becoming a lawyer. Never happened. I'm not sure why. Little did I know that in my 50s, I wouldn't be a lawyer, but I'd be talking to a whole lot of lawyers and trusting them with my life and getting an unsolicited legal education. One of my lawyers actually said I would have made a good one. Oh, well, not rich, not a lawyer. St. Thomas More, intercede for my lawyers. St. Joseph. Honestly, I've never felt particularly close to Joseph, except many statues of him show him with the child Jesus. Uh, And I have a soft heart for kids, as as much good as that's done me. But lately I realized that not having my own dad around anymore, that spiritual fatherhood is vitally important, not only to be one, but to have one. St. Joseph, be my father and protect me. St. Anthony. I felt close to him since I was in my 20s. I thought it was, again, because of my ministry to young people the many uh, and the many statues of him with the, tar- at the child Jesus. And the many statues of him with the child Jesus. But as it turns out, that's not the connection. St. Anthony is the patron of preachers, and he was a great one. I've never gotten fish to listen to me, though, so I've got a ways to go. St. Anthony, speak through me. And of course, Our Lady. My mom was so close to her. 
I've prayed the rosary daily for years, as I know that she is the mother of all priests, but I've never felt her presence as much as I have in recent years. The Memorare is my favorite prayer to her, and I pray it after Mass every day. Holy Mother, hold me close and go to your son for me. In today's gospel, Jesus intervenes in two impossible causes. Most people would have given up hope. But the lady with the hemorrhages and Jairus, the synagogue official, knew that where there is God, there is hope. But it certainly helps to have a posse to bring you closer to him, doesn't it? Stay close to your cloud of witnesses. They're good to have on your team. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me, please. 